Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend and I'm joined as always by... Sam Townsend. Oh, what website are you from? samtownsendmusic.org. Ah, and I am from... Fake website. And I am from bentownsendmusic.net. It's been a busy couple of... been a busy few days for us over at Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. It has indeed. Um... We have had uh, opened a Reddit account. Yes, and one each. Some, one oh, each. Oh no, you, yeah, you did the first one. I did, did one for one. me. We've had some lovely feedback, and, we, and we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, but first, I think I should address the uh, the elephant in the, the room. El- the elephant in the room, if you will. Yeah. Will you maintain the power of speech for this podcast? I will. Uh, Fantastic. I'd like to apologise <laughs> to anyone who got to the end of last week's episode. <laughs> Uh, it was sponsored, as I'd mentioned last week, by Red Stripe. <laughs> the reddest of all the stripes. The reddest of all the stripes, and uh, it got the better of me. It did. So I will be a little bit more circumspect with my alcohol consumption this week. Good. Yes. And what steps have you taken so far? This week's episode sponsored by Amstel. Amstel. Which Am- is a far more podcast-friendly lager. It is. And I will, as always, drink Nat's Piss. So that I'm, I remain complice mentis. You, yeah, and thank you for nursing me through the final. I did have to nurse you through the final. Yeah, nurse you through the final few songs of Life at Slane Castle. Didn't say anything of any consequence what? and started every <laughs> single point I made by saying, "Listen." <laughs> so I hope everyone wasn't listening, but I fear me some people may have been. I, I did in I did do a bit of editing where I took out some rude names that I was calling you. Right, yes, indeed. Luckily, I can't remember. No. So, uh, that's good. Now, just going back to um, to some people that have been in touch with us. Yeah. Um, either listening or asking for links to the podcast or saying they will listen mm-hmm. or even suggesting episode ideas on Reddit yes. have been Auto Yoda, Auto Yoda, Chai Peppers or yeah, chi, Chili, Chi Peppers, 21, RHCP Tom, and Dane the Greatest, amongst others, getting yes. in touch. Yeah, and thanks, another, guys. somebody else wrote in with some really good episode suggestions about some older live shows, maybe the old Pink Pop, one of the yeah. old Pink Pops that you can find on YouTube. But I'm really sorry. I'm pretty shit at Reddit and I cannot find that, um, I cannot find that thread. So, um, whoever it was, whoever, whoever it was, you may be, thank you very much. I think we've got another bit of a shout out as well this week, haven't we? Yes. Or this fortnight. We've um, been in contact on Twitter and uh, Reddit with, uh, especially on Twitter, goes under under the name RHP, RHCP Sessions Archive um, or the website RHCP Sessions. Yes. If you are a Chili's fan, what a monumental resource this is. I've spent two or three, two nights this week immersed in the newsletters and the various other things that you can find on there. Yeah, the newsletters. Are, the newsletters I mean, are some of them are quite short and don't take long, but then others are, are, are really involved. Yeah, there's the, the latest one that if you subscribe to the newsletter, go to rhcpsessions.com, subscribe to the newsletter, it'll come into your email. Um, and it, the, the latest one was on scar tissue and the validity or, or the veracity of some of what Anthony had said. Uh, against 
what is known to have happened if you're willing to spend the time to dig mm. deep enough to find the stuff out. And, and this chap, who, a chap by the name of Hamish, I ha- can't remember his surname. Hamish Duncan. Hamish Duncan knows his stuff. He knows his stuff. Uh, really enjoyable. And the website's got so much stuff about um, the, the recording sessions, yeah. what was played, names of B-sides. Well, there's live shows available to download. There's... Set lists. Yes, it's a fantastic resource. If you are a fan of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and presumably you're only listening to this if you are. Yeah, unless well, unless you're either a friend or relative of of us. Of us, yeah. Um, Follow RHCP Sessions. Um, RHCP Sessions archive on Twitter. Go over to rhcpsessions.com. Subscribe to the newsletter. You will not be disappointed. Now. Having said that we've got a few people commenting on Reddit, um, certainly that, looking at the analytics, we are now being listened to in even more countries. Just had our first listenership in Thailand yesterday. Very popular in Thailand. Though. Huge in Thailand. One in Thailand. <laughs> well, you know, um, I'll start somewhere. Just as we reach the peak of our popularity so far, we're going to do a John Frusciante solo album. We are. We are. I'm very excited. So am I. This is fantastic. Sam. Tell us what we're going to do. We are going to be reviewing Shadows Collide with People. Oh, yes, we are. On today's episode. Yes, we are. Um, An album which released in 2004. 2004? Yes. Yes, it was. Confirmed. Confirmed by the book. Thank you very much. Confirmed by the book. And we'll go into more details, you know, and, and chat more about it, obviously, as we get into it today. But we are, suffice to say... Very excited about the prospect of listening to this and talking about it. Yeah, I don't think we need to go through all of the stuff that you can find just on Wikipedia about it. About the about it was recorded during the by the way recording sessions. No, we're, having we're, said we're not going to. Here I go. Listen, we might <laughs> listen. We might. <laughs> I've only had one it's beer. I've only had one beer. Um, we might, you know, those those facts and those you know those little uh, tidbits will, will come into the conversation. I'm sure they will. We, yeah. I think it's worth just saying, and this is immediately off, off Wikipedia. Yes, it's John's most well, up until this point, his most polished album. Yes, um, it cost about one hundred fifty thousand dollars because he was fed up with apparently with people saying his albums were sounding yes unprofessional, unprofessional and which, in fairness, they, yeah. they had they did yeah up until this point. But uh, well, yeah. the production values were were, were lower. And different. Oh, they sounded like they—they they were the production values of a man who barely knew who he was. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes, indeed. But this is a—is it certainly as uh, you know, as we'll, we'll hear and come to find out, this is a different kettle of fish. It certainly is. Now, we're going to adjourn here. Yes. And then we're going to go straight into track number one of Shadows Collide with People.
tell me, Sam, how you... I know the music of John Frusciante. Yes. Ex- through you. Right. You, in- you introduced me to this. I did. You introduced me... Was this the first album that you introduced me to? Can you remember? Po- yeah, it probably was. Um, I'd listened to to record Only Water uh, for 10 days prior to this. Right. And had enjoyed it, um, but primarily as a Chili's fan. Um, and then this came out in 2004, and this really sparked um, the start of those sort of two or three years of very special times as a Frusciante fan. So it was at that time, yeah, that you would have come into it. What was it? An album every... I mean, not when, including this. There was that period on... What was the label? He was doing an album every six months or something, wasn't he? Record collection. This, yeah. this, this came out in 2004. This is Warner Brothers, And then this is Warner. And then all of those record collection albums also came out in 2004. I mean, that was, that was a great time if you, if you liked John Frusciante. It, it really was. Um, but I, I went into this album pretty much um, blind, you know... By the way, had come out and everything around being a Chili's fan was superb. And then this came out and I just picked it up, yeah. stuck it on one morning. I was in my final year at university and listened to it before I went off This to is it. what I'm thinking, because you you came back and you had John Frusciante music. Yeah. Yeah. And by God, you had a lot of it and you yeah. liked to listen to it <laughs> yeah. all of the time. I did. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. I'll say at that point, you weren't listening to Chili's music. No, so much. Well, you were, it was hard rotation John Frusciante music, wasn't it? It was in 2004. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, after, by the way, came out and we went to see them live a few times. Yeah. And then this came out. Yeah. I mean, if you ask any of our circle of friends, who, yeah. we, who we're still very close friends with yeah. now, yeah. they will tell you that that era, yeah. if it was a barbecue, if it was playing darts, if it was, anything. House, if it was anything, yeah. If it was anything where you could listen to music, yeah. you, you, Sam would put on John Frusciante music. That's right. There was yeah. no, there was no. But it, it, I mean, it wasn't just me. There was two or three of us at the time. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Who, um, yeah. who were equally, enamoured. Yeah, enamoured with with the stuff. Yeah. So, but this was the start of it. I stuck it on one morning before I went off to my lecture, and I was not expecting that. Well, no, because nothing happens for the first minute and a half. No, but having listened to reco- um, to, to his previous albums and then to record um, Water. It's completely, you yeah, know, it's, 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 so, it's, it's so it's so different. The power of the drumming, because Chad is is playing the drums, yeah, is is so immediately you've got a powerful drum, big a bigger drum sound. You have got a yeah. big drum sound. I mean, it sounds like that song in particular sounds like a good, you know, a rock song. Yeah, and it sounds the other thing about why it sounds like a rock song is because after that intro, it comes in with an immediate sing along. Bit with no words, so yeah. everybody can sing that beginning bit because yeah, you don't even yeah. need to know the words. No. I think when I, I watched um, Carvel live at ATP, yes, Sam was at ATP. Was uh, where was that in England? Okay. Yeah, that was Canberra Sands. Right, Sam was at Canberra Sands in two thousand and was that two thousand? That was two thousand and four. Yeah. Well, Sam was there, front and centre. I was about oh. what, six foot from Fashante. Yes, um, we'll go into this when we cover it. But we we got into the actual room where he performed at half past nine in the morning. Yeah, and he came on at half past nine at night. Really? Yeah, and we didn't move, and I was right in front of him, six foot away from him. Vincent Gallo was sat. Yeah, in front of me, um, having someone sucking. Sean off. Lennon was there. <laughs> Live on film. Yeah, uh, Sean Lennon was there. That's a brand by having played. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, and it was just what a night. Sean Lennon, yeah, he played, came up, played salt water, then then bogged off. He played that day, and he was just sat in front of us when John was playing. Lennon, yeah, 
for Shunte. Sean Lennon. Sean Lennon, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, we'll talk about ATP, won't we? Sean Lennon played, not John Lennon. No, of course. He, he was <laughs> murdered by Mark yeah, Chapman in 1980. Un- sadly dead. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, uh, John Lennon... Spoiler warning. Yeah, John Lennon John is dead. dead. <laughs> and George Harrison, Ooh, don't he's... ask. But, and Ringo yeah. Starr oh, supports Brexit, so... Fuck. Anyway, yeah. um, great intro, big intro. Yeah. Oh, but you got that quiet intro before that comes in, and he's doing the old, vi- the old live at Slaying Venice Queen violin guitars. Yeah. Start, you know, playing a note with the volume down and swirling it up. Yeah. He's got the keyboards yeah, yeah. going all over the place, hasn't he? And then what I love about it is, is uh, once that finishes, you yeah. hear the breath. You do, it's fantastic, yeah. And then it, it goes then into it. Goes in. you, and, yeah, uh, you hear, you hear. Yeah, and then he and goes, then he goes it's and it's fantastic. wonderful. And uh, it just was, you know, at the time it was completely unexpected. A real sing-along number yeah. uh, out of the blue. That's a great opener. Yeah, it is a wonderful opener. I don't know if there's another kind of what you'd call a single as as, as powerful as that on the album. No, I don't either. I mean, it, it puts me in mind of um, this song, which I can't really remember the name of now, so I'll skip that point. But uh, Okay. Ben, remember to edit this bit out. Yes. Thank you, Ben. Um, it comes in with a huge distorted sound. I think it might be... There's certainly distorted bass in it later. But yeah. straight in on the first verse. It's powerful because you've got a big distorted sound going. And then halfway through the first verse, halfway through the next verse, and then straight on on verse three, is a big, big, loud organ in the mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's coming in and playing. And it really brings it up. And that is... It's really mixed high. yeah. There's also a lovely drum roll in there, which I wanted to comment on. Yeah, it's near right. the beginning. It's, I think it's at the end of the first um, first verse or something. There's some good, drum but it's roll really good. Here. I mean, really, it's got everything you could ask for from a John song. Yeah, it's got uh, it's got great great vocals, but it's also got great backing singing. It's got his falsetto ba- uh, yeah. backing vocals. Falsetto, yeah. It's got his sort of Beach Boy ones. Yeah, it's got a good. The, the drums are good. Well, you get that distorted bass again in the bit where you're talking about, like, have you gone, have you gone? Yeah. That is a bit massive distorted bass. And then he juxtaposes that with a really clean, jazzy-sounding guitar line. Mm. And it's he does that quite a lot mm. across his music and a few times on this album. Like the big loud against the really... The really yeah, yeah, yeah. And there is also, at times, there's just noises, which when you listen to it and you're sort of on the move or you're listening to the vocals or whatever, yeah. you don't necessarily take in. But when you sit and listen to it like we just have... Well, I'm sat yeah, less you, than a foot away yeah. from the speaker. <laughs> you are. Yeah, I really heard it. Yeah, and those, <laughs> just those sort of random noises, which aren't random at all, they perfectly fit in with the song and they bring something that isn't necessarily noticeable unless you break it down. I think, so. it's a, I think as, a, as a song, and we'll, we'll wrap up Carvel now, I think, but... It's a really good introductory song because it's very, it's, it's hooky, mm. it's got it's big, it's sing along, but yeah. it starts with what you're going to get a lot on this album, which, which is a bit a load of weirdness. Yeah, a bit of, a bit of noises. But then it gives you, and it ends with it ends with the noise, well. which actually I think fits in quite nicely because it is such a ride of a song that once you just get those noises afterwards, it's just nice to have a little bit of relax or relax. Right, should we move on to the next tune then? Yeah, Carvel, excellent track. Yeah, fantastic. Next up, we have... Well, we've got the list up this time. It's a mission. Yeah, it's a mission, yes. Yes. 
Well, I think that's a brave decision from John, a great decision. But on your on what's going to be your your most popular solo album so far? Yeah. Just by dint of the fact that you're back with the Chili's, by the way, is massive. Your back catalogue is back. Yeah. Well, it never left. It well, it's not as good as this, shall we say? No, it's not. And I would say one percent of Chili's fans had heard the previous solo albums, if that. Well, I'm glad I'm in that one percent. If it's that low, I'll okay. That's all I'll say. All right, one point one. Yeah. The second song on this solo. At least I got you to up it. Yes. Yeah. One point one percent. Yeah. The second song on this solo album is co-written by Josh. Yeah. A young, a young Klinghoffer. A young, young Klinghoffer. Yes. And, well, we uh, should we should say we're, legal. We're, 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 yeah, but yeah, we should say Thank that. God. But um, we're recording this on Friday, the fourth of October. Okay. And yesterday was Josh's fortieth. Indeed. So, so happy birthday, Josh. Yeah, happy retrospective fortieth birthday, Josh. Yeah, they played last night in Rio. Yeah, terrible. And, uh, <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying to Ben, I watched um, a few songs before I came out tonight. Mm. Not, not great. No. Started started pretty good with Can't Stop, and then from there, I have to say, it was um, not not great. Well, but anyway, we won't. No, we, we won't. We won't digress. That, that Rock in Rio is it Rock in Rio? We do, we do digress. Well, we will, but we won't. No, we won't. <laughs> we won't any further. The um, second song of your solo album, which is going to probably be your most popular one, you've got by co- dint of the fact that his back. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. By the way, just came out. It was massively popular. Yeah. Um, He's got a song where somebody else sings most of the song. Or all of yeah, the most well, powerful or, or, bits. All the, all the kind of major bits. Yeah, well, when I first heard this, I thought that, that, that Josh was a woman. Well, when I first heard this, I had no idea that anybody else was singing it. I thought John was just double-tracking and triple-tracking. I thought he was singing with a woman when I first heard it. Jen Klinghoffer. Yes. That's a great song, though. It's a great song. And what I like about it um, so much is... Jess Klinghoffer. Sorry. Right. That's better. Yeah. Um... Is that um, it starts so so sort of slowly and yeah. downbeat, yeah. But by the end of it, well, you, I'll tell you what about when when that double time section comes in. You're not expecting yeah, that first no, time you hear it. No, you're not. And uh, I love I love the way that Josh and John actually do switch between lead vocal and yeah. The trade into the vocals is great. The call and response stuff is fantastic. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, the whole thing is is really good on the vocals. It is. It, it's a sort of it's a song I I don't necessarily listen to that often if I listen to Shadows only because there are there are songs which I like more I so. think I've said it's one of my favourites on, on yeah. Shadows yeah yeah because uh, you just touched on it. it there's a lot of unexpected stuff that happens yeah one of the things I always picked up on from when you first played it to me was the tambourine comes in mm. on a really unexpected time it's really good it comes in um, on the first couple of times it comes in a full count before you would think it was going to come yeah. in yeah and and then later on in the song it comes in, yeah, on the beat. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. It's all on the beat. It comes in where you think it's going to come in. But the first couple of times that tambo gets going, mm. and it just builds up, doesn't it? A little it does. Bit, and, yeah. then, and then you yeah. get to that. It's... It, I like obviously there's references to God in this song. Yeah. And then I like the fact that at one point you you hear the noise that I would expect to hear at the gates of heaven. Which bet? It, when it goes ah ah, it's a big yeah, it's a lush back and yeah, end, and it's it? like um, well, it's just that sort of that full sound of the gates of heaven opening, and it's just what I would anticipate if I it, was ever. You think to... you're going to heaven? 
Well, I don't think anyone's going to heaven. Well, no, we're, we're both uh, agnostic or atheist. Yes. I can't remember what means what, but... No, but, uh, but if, I, if I found myself at the gates of heaven, the noise that you hear midway through that song is what I would, what I would anticipate. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, and I, and I enjoy it. Never discuss po- politics or religion on, the, on a podcast. I didn't. You, 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 you know, I refu- I've refused to... to. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we won't talk about politics. Right. There's a bit on there where John is playing um, quite near the end. You can tell it's by the way era guitar. He's playing oh, yeah. that bit, diddly, diddly, really fast strums. It yeah. sounds like I think it put. I think it's off tear. There's something similar in tear. Yeah, those fast strums on high notes. Yes, and it happens a few times. And by the way, yes. And it, then of course in this song you get as well the the classic Californication style solo. Yeah, just uh, very, very single notey. Yeah, and those notes are on the offbeat. Bow, yeah. Bow, bow, bow. And again, it's it, it's testament to how the song builds builds through the sort of three or four minutes that it goes on, that that solo is absolutely not out of place. But if you'd said at the start of the song, this is how it's going to end, yeah. you wouldn't have believed it. No, no. So, super song. Yeah, lovely song. Great to hear Josh. Uh, and overall, I'm glad it wasn't omitted. <laughs> As, as regret finished, Sam just said, well, that was bloody good. Mm, it yeah. was bloody good. Great song. Great song. Well, I'm going to ask you a question immediately about what you think about the effects on his voice, most prominently noticeable in the first, but start of the song. Yeah. A wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Yeah, I, li- I like... I think he got that off the swan from, um, by the way. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing I don't like about that song, so... It's I'll... very heavily processed on the vocals. It is. I, for the first time, when I was listening to it, thought... Not keen. Well, not not keen. Well, not not keen means I am keen. Exactly. So, well, great. I'm keen. Love it. That's good right, news. That's, that's, that's solved uh, that that's problem. That one. Right, yeah, that's excellent. That one done. Next. Uh, I like the uh, the drum intro that Chad does because it's one that I can play. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's actually that is your your intro. Well, that's my classic intro. Yeah. 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 So go to bentownsandmusic.net. There you'll find a link to the songs, my original songs I've recorded, and you can hear me nick that beat all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. And the other thing is, well, before I come to my last point on um, on regret, what do you make of it? It's you a great song that. on the album. Yeah. I love it. I've got absolutely no problem with any of the production, including the, the wow, effects on the, wow, on the voice. Wow. I just think, again, it it builds beautifully. The introduction of the drums just works excellently well. goes back to what we were saying. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. in the right place. These two guys know each other like the yeah, back of the hands. They do. Um, 
it's got six words in it, and it's a bloody great song. Yeah, so, you know, name me another song that's got six words in that's as good as that. Ooh, off the top of my head. Yes, now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's some pressure. Yeah. Um, well, there you go. I think oh, that I'm, proves I'm, there isn't one. So. No, there isn't. No, 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 you've, you're right. You've completely proved it. Yeah. Under those circumstances, there is no is better the, six words, son. No. Uh, and it's, it's brilliant. And, and as it ended there, listening to it on this quality system that we have. Quality are, system, yeah. It, though, even the end. Just that noise. It's, again, the noises on this album are crucial. Well, I'll tell you what really, I really like about the end of this song. Listening to it a couple of days ago, there's a huge swell on the, on the strings yeah. in the last, uh, the last chorus. Mm. And uh, it, it's great. And I had a quick look into that. Now, that was Charlie Clouser, or Clouser, who did that. He orchestral programming on Regret and Chances. By Charlie Clouser. Or Clouser. Is it a man? Is it a woman? Well, it's a man. I'm looking at him on... Oh, on there the he is. Is that him there? Yes. Oh, yeah. That I've been looking at him for the whole song. He's worked with... Yes. That's good. During <laughs> the song. I did, it, I was, <laughs> I, these people flash up. I don't even question who they are. Yeah. While we're, while we're listening to the songs... Who's I, that? I, I, it's Charlie Clouser or Clouser. Yeah. He's worked with Nine Inch Nails from 94 to 2000. Composer of film television. Um, done... The score for the Saw franchise, American Horror Story, nominated for two Grammy Awards in 1997. So well, that's all, all relevant information. Excellent. He's 56. But, well, they all are. Ish. Well, apart, apart from, from John and Josh. Apart from John and Josh. But the, others, the other three are all about that sort of age, aren't they? I don't know if the other three have ever, ever met. They might be older now. I think they're 57. Well. Right. November 62, the swan was born. Was he? So, how's that? How old does that make him? I've got no idea. Anyway. 60, 66, about 56 or 57. 56 or 57. Same age as Clouser. Same so, era, same gen. Fashante will only work with people at, at, at that time, he would only work with people who were born in 1962. When was Clouser born? Uh, 56. No, 63. He is 56. 63. So he's a, he, actually, John really shouldn't have been working with him. No, too old or too young? Too young. Right. Right, get out, Clouser or Clouser, whatever your name yeah. is. Just take him off the screen. I don't want to see him anymore. Right, we're disgusted by you. Get rid of him. Right, he's gone. We can now start talking about John again. Regret. Lovely song. L- really lovely song, actually. Yeah. And actually, I should, I've been listening to Shadows Acoustic a lot this week. Because uh, once John released this, he released... A couple of other versions for, for people to listen to. Yeah, you're right. Demo versions as well. Demo versions and um, the acoustic versions, which I, over the years I've listened to a lot. And Regret on that is one of the songs which really translates really well. <laughs> really well acoustically. And he sort of overcomes the voice effects when he sings it acoustically by making other noises, which <laughs> are equally at times strange but <laughs> but very good okay right I might just go and watch this yeah well, okay. you just listen to it it's an audio thing oh of course it is <laughs> yeah oh is this an audio me- an audio oral media? everything we're doing is audio apart right. from that picture of Clouser but that's gone now so. right I'll post that picture of Clouser on Twitter yeah we can move on and we shall
Well, I think we continue with the most obviously obviously named song on the album. Ricky. Ricky. Yes. Yeah. Why wouldn't you call that song Ricky? I, I just would have called it Ricky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's one of the songs when I was going, because I haven't listened to Shadows for... Some time. Yeah, a couple of years at least. And um, going through the track listing and listening to them, mm. when I saw Ricky coming up, I had no idea how it was going to go. You thought, what the hell? What's coming? And then of course you hear it and you think, oh, it's this song. Yeah, it's Ricky. Yeah. yeah. It's classic Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I mean it's a it, again. It's a completely different sort of song to the two that um, precede it, mm. and it, but it's equally enjoyable. Yeah, it's got some. Again, you're going to get this all the way through all of John's albums. It's got that fantastic lush John backing vocals. Yeah. He's got a voice like no other for the, for for doing backing vocals. He has, and at this time in his life, he was he was so. Good at everything he did, yeah. yeah. And so, a multi layered album like this is just an absolute joy yeah, because great. all of the layers are executed very, very well. I think going through this album, we're going to find lot lyrically lots and lots of references to being in a big, successful band, um, yeah, leaving that band and the experience of leaving it. I, I, I particularly hear, I was a flame in the night, I heard what I wanted to hear. At the mm. moment, I disappeared. I grew to the size of all outside. A lot of his his lyrics appear to me to be very sort of retrospective, introspective. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah, but but also quite cryptic uh, because you think some of his lyrics appear to be quite straightforward and almost childish at times. Yeah. But actually, when you see them on the page, you kind of think, well, does it mean it, they, they could have multiple meanings and. So they're not necessarily as straightforward as they appear. No, and I don't think I've... Again, we both own Shadows. Yes. Uh, but we're not... We're listening to it again on YouTube for, for ease, so that we can just... Because you, if you search it, it's got the lyrics on the, on the page. We can both look at the lyrics as they go through. I've never listened to the song and, and looked at the lyrics at the same time, mm. I don't think. And, and certain things do do kind of stand out. It starts as, as a very vulnerable song mm. to me. Mm. And then, but it builds, the first verse builds beautifully into the chorus. Yeah. And, and then, it, then it comes down again. But what, I, what struck me more than anything listening to it at that time was the, how sympathetic the drumming is. It's so, it's so unlike anything that Smith would have done in the Chili's. Well, and also there's, on drumming, we're sat between speakers that are quite spread quite wide apart. And you can hear there's, there's bits where they're panned hard left and hard right yeah. in, in, yeah. A, in, a, in a roll. It, yeah, that's good. It's it, it really is good work, and I think it it's not only testament to Chad's skill as a drummer. Obviously, he's, he's an excellent drummer. He's right. But the connection that they shared at that time, yeah, was second to none. I think if you if you're going to get someone in, if you want a, a polished, professional sounding drum sound, yeah, there's no one better at that stage. And no. later on, he changes that approach, doesn't he? And Josh plays a lot of drums on. Well, this is the only Frusciante solo album that Chad's appeared on. Yeah, there's yeah. And it was, he was perfect for it. He was perfect, perfect for what for John was trying to achieve with this album at I, that time. I agree. So, shall we move past Ricky? Ricky was very enjoyable, but we must leave him. We must. We've only got a limited amount of recording time. <laughs>
second walk. Fuck me, what a belter. That's a good way to spend a minute and a half. It certainly is. It doesn't outstay its welcome. It certainly does not. And it's a great one for guitar technical points. Well, oh, I've got a couple of them. How many GDPs are we talking about? Three, maybe. Go for it. I, I shall go for it. Great one. Uh, this is not so technical. Are you going to talk about the one note intro? Yeah. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's just... Like so many things on this album, it, it starts and stops at exactly the right time. Yeah, and it's so simple. So simple. Not technical so much as, as, a, as perfect. A, oh, it's a GSP. A guitar simple point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a GDP, which previously couldn't remember what it meant. No. I've now remembered it means gross domestic product. Yes, that's what I was thinking about the other day, and I came up with the same. Uh... <laughs> okay. I didn't look it up. Did you look it up? No. No, I didn't either, so. Oh, thank God. Yeah, but we both came up with the same answer, so... Clever chaps. Maybe... Well, unless it's wrong. In which case... Neither, of, neither <laughs> of us looked it up, so we'll, we don't Anyway, know. Moving, moving past economics... Moving away from the economic topics. That second solo, he goes back into the tried and tested... Tri- tri- oh, very <laughs> difficult to say. Tried and tested triplets. Yeah. He slides into them. Lovely. Very nice. He gets three guitar solos in, in in a minute and a half. Yeah, I mean, there's not many people who could do that and still write a song which is about perfectly, probably, perfectly fine. What do you think it's about? Returning to fame, returning <sighs> to chilies. You know, well, it says I take a second when I, down street of fame. When I referred to some of John's lyrics as cryptic, <laughs> it's, I it's don't not necessarily mean these ones. Not the first line of this song. But again, there's a lot that he squeezes a lot in. He's talking about taking a second walk down the street of fame, but he's also talking about what he's done previously. Uh, he's been a meal of mine and slid down my throat. Um, he's died so many times, you know. Yeah, going, it's all in there. Talking back again retrospectively about those years he spent away from the band. So it's actually a minute and a half of jam-packed action. Action, yeah. We haven't even covered the third solo yet. Well, the third solo is, for me, the slashy solo. Well, and I'll tell you why you think it's a slashy solo. Right. Because it's pre-bends. Yeah. So it is what Slash does a lot. When you don't hear John do a lot. No. Is you, you're taking a note on, on the fretboard and you're, you're bending the note up however much you want, half step, whole step. It's bendy. Maybe one and a half, maybe two steps. He's doing a step. Yeah. So that is like if you're playing a piano, you, it's one white key up. Yeah. And you, you don't play the note, you bend it up, then you play it and then you release it. So instead of sounding like it's been bent up, it's coming down yeah. from the top you, you've got a, a first point and it, it resolves itself downwards and that Slash does it a lot there's it? a it moment in um, Estranged yeah which sounds very very similar to the first bits of that third solo well what, how I describe it is there's a moment in Second Walk that sounds a lot like Estranged Estranged yeah. yeah yeah. and also John has got his pickup selector on on that guitar rammed back into the neck position which is where I love to I love to play that. I love hearing John play there. It's where it sounds the most smooth and yeah. and frusciante-ish for me. And it's and it's a DS2. The return of the DS2 as well. Yes. So happy days for any DS2 fans. Great to hear the DS2 straight back into action. And, and even at the end, again, this is... We always... We've said this before, we'll say it again. Right to the very end, even the sort of echoey ending mm. is worth having in the song. There's there's nothing on this album which is not there for a reason. What about all the noise tracks? <laughs> and actually, yeah. I think I could lose it. Well, I guarantee you that if you said that to John, um, 
he would disagree with you strongly, obviously, because he put them on the he album. He claimed they were there for a reason. But yeah, that, apart from that, probably 15 minutes or so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 15 minutes or so of uh, uh, yeah, nonsense. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, well, yeah. apart from that, everything's in, you know, got its place. Agreed. You take me by the Talk to me about that because I, I, I've never had great feelings about that song, but I, I know you love it. So I, I really love that song. I, I just listening to it then for in the full volume. For me, it's such an honest song, and John is an, has always been an honest artist, an honest and soul. He has. And that that really for me is a song that means a lot, and I love it, and I loved listening to it then. I just think it's a wonderful vocal performance from John, one of his best. I think it's a gr- it's an unusual song. Yeah, it is. It, it's strange. It never it never grabbed me when I first heard the album. Didn't grab me then. Um, what I loved was I like hearing the touches of the artists in the studio. So. At the beginning, you can hear John just testing the mic, just going one, mm. just to just just to see if that if that's registering. If it's coming on, yeah. yeah. Um. No, I think it's a, it's it's a great vocal performance. There's lovely backing vocals. There's that um, instrument which name now escapes me. No, it's not a theremin, is it? It's but it's similar. Or well, theremin is there's nothing similar to theremin. That's the uh, up and yeah, down. Yeah, but whatever is making those noises in that song, I can't, I'm not sure what it is. But we'll uh, we'll we'll research it and punch it in later. Yeah, what it it's just what two minutes, two and a half minutes. Yeah, that's sure. Of uh, brilliant singing, honest performing, and it for me, it's John at the peak of his powers, and therefore, I don't think there's there's anything better in in life. Okay, so for this next this next song, I've got I know we've both got a huge amount to say about it. I've got pages and pages of notes. You start, and I'll I'll sort of follow on about Ghost Twenty Seven. Yes, zero zero. Well, hyphen or <laughs> we discussed fucking discussed a hyphen last time. Oh yes, of course. But we refer to it only as Ghost Twenty Seven. Ghost Twenty Seven for the for the for the purposes the of reason the purposes of this discussion. Yes. Okay, so strap in, listeners. Because I, we're, this is this is going to be half an hour, isn't it? At least about that noise. That was a beautiful noise. I mean, I love that. I was like I said before, I sat one foot away from the speaker at maximum volume, <laughs> <laughs> which is just fantastic. Okay, we're going to say this about noise tracks. We're not going to cover them. They obviously meant something. Uh, and Josh co-wrote uh, Ghost Twenty Seven. They obviously meant something to these people at the time. How do you co-write <laughs> that? Co-write. <laughs> and this year, we're using the word. Uh, it's another hyphen 
co-written in the loosest possible sense. We're yeah. not we're not covering Ghost Twenty Seven. We're not covering Failure Thirty Three Object. No, and there's every chance we won't cover Twenty Three going to end. We we won't. But uh, John didn't do them on the acoustic album either. Oh, so makes sense. We're in good company. We are. So I would have loved to have heard John play that on the acoustic guitar. What Ghost Twenty Seven? Ghost Twenty Seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, no doubt you'll get a small snippet of it on the podcast, but uh, I think we'll probably move on to better. Oh, you might, yeah, if you're lucky, yeah. I might put the whole thing on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another Wednesday's song. Wednesday's song. Hey, what a fantastic song. It really is. That is so multi-layered. It's across so many planes. It's got so many musical influences in it. Yeah. That is one of my favourites on, on the album. And coming to this album again after not listening to it for a couple of years, that song blew me away. Blew me away. Yeah. It's phenomenally good. I'll just give you a, 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 an interesting fact about this song. Please do. This was the song that when I, we were at ATP mm. and I, we were so close to John, we were able to talk to him and yeah. ask him yeah. to play songs. And I said, and I request, and I asked him if he'd play Wednesday's song and he said he couldn't play it because it was too difficult to sing. Okay. Which, to be fair, the, the majority of it is fairly straightforward, but obviously there are those high sections which are very difficult. So he turned you down? He said, I can't do that. Oh, it's too difficult. Please request any other song. <laughs> yeah. He played a lot of good songs that night. But um, but to speak, to, to be that close to John, to be able to request a song and yeah. get an answer, yeah, even no. if it's, I can't do it. He, he tells you why you can't do it. I'll, I'll tell you what, we're going back to ATP again, but he looks like classic John. He's what, never looked During ATP. At, at ATP. Oh, I know. His hair is the perfect length. Beautiful hair. Yeah. That lovely check shirt he had yeah. on. It is brilliant. The purple lighting. I mean, we've all seen the video. Yeah. I, mean, I love John Frusciante throughout the eras. Yeah. And, uh, but th- that, to me, I look at John then and think, God yeah. damn it. Well, I'll tell you what. I saw a picture of him on Reddit recently when he was dating uh, Mila... Jovovich. Yeah. I, call, I always think it's Mila Kunis, but it's not. I call her Fifth Element Girl. Yeah. Whoever she is, she's famous. Yeah. But John, even even then, John was looking... John is a handsome guy. I mean... Not, I mean, he's in his 50s now, and mm. God bless him, he's aged. But He's thinned up a bit. He has, but even at, like that's during the Cali period, wasn't it? But he's, he was, just, you know... I think, John, not, I think John, John physically, if you're going to say he's an attractive guy, I think he's an acquired taste. Right. I personally, during ATP... Find him extremely attractive. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I mean, I I just think during um, I, what what I'm getting at really more than anything is based on what he's been through in his life. Yeah, he came out the other end 
looking pretty physically quite good. I mean, he was still extremely young, of course. Yeah, I, I would say I didn't, I don't find him attractive when I watch Funky Monks. Or, no, or the Blood Sugar. No, but era. he was such a young man then. Well, how old was he? When they recorded Blood Sugar, he was still only about 21, 22. Oh, right, okay, yeah. So even when, he, even when he left too about... Too young he re, He rejoined the, the Chili's when he was 20, about 27. God, it makes me feel so fucking And he'd already been through a hell of a lot. So even after Cali, he was still in his 20s. Yes, okay. But I think... Yeah. ATP looks bloody lovely. He looked great, yeah. And uh, anyway, what are we wonder, talking about? <laughs> we wonder what are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, hello, we've got the whooping cough. We can, <coughs> I can officially announce here, if, if I'm allowed to give you a medical you can, details yeah. out, of course. that Sam was diagnosed with whooping or whooping cough. Whooping cough. Cool whip. Yes. Yeah, so uh, it's a hundred day cough, so that's why cough. I've still that's why got it. constantly bloody coughing, despite the fact that, um, yeah, it's well, we've moved so to a different topic now. Well, yeah, but I would say Wednesday's song is another big Chili's reflection song. I, I get that feeling from it. All right, one, I cancelled heaven, I concede that short. That I love me, that line, that sounds to me like a reference. He had it all in, in his hand and he, he decided to pass it up, and he knows he did. Okay. Admittedly, he's saying it when he's come back and it's all worked out. Yeah, but I, I see. I uh, well, well, yes. Do you I mean, feel differently about that? Like, about I do. Yeah. Go on. Then. Well, I, I think he's saying because he was hell bent on death. He yeah. was hell bent on killing himself. Yeah. And he believed it was the right thing to do. Yeah. And I think he's saying I cancelled heaven. I, I can see everything I believed before about wanting to die, and he now is saying was wrong. Different interpretations of that that line. Yeah. What about where he's talking about um, switching rooms? Yeah, I mean, who knows? It's great, but I love the fact that he says that nothing is better than switching. Uh, nothing, uh, nothing ever meant more yeah. than switching room through a door. Nothing ever meant more than leaving one room and going to another. Well, I think that means um, at that point. I mean, I I went to the loo earlier. Yeah, and in order to do I that, I had to go. I had to go through it. <laughs> nothing ever. No, meant... But I think he's saying at that point, even though I know you're a whore. Nothing ever meant more than switching rooms to a door. I think he's going out of one room. Yeah. I think as a band, yeah. they're in a hotel, and hotels have adjoining doors right. sometimes. Christ, this is deep. Yeah, and I think that they've got whores in the room that have turned up. Maybe not. Maybe not to Marys, and apologise to the Chilies mm. if I'm if I'm stretching. Could I, be. I think they were just shagging women in one room, going to another room, and, and doing the same again in a different room. I. That's my reading of that. Right. Well, anyway, I mean, we don't want to we don't want to break down we each individual lyric, no. do we? No, <laughs> we'll never get. We don't want to denigrate the chilies. No, no. Who but knows? Then, well, that's what I get from that. From that, especially you're back under my hat. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> now I'll break that line down. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. No. Um, anything about the music? Yes, absolutely. Um, God, I love those jazzy offbeat bits. Because the whole song, yeah, the drums are great. Yeah, the whole song with boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah. Then into the verses. Yeah, that is great. The drums are, are, are doing that. It's very. I feel. I, I love there's that. There's more. There's bit. more backing. There's more great backing vocals here again. Yeah, super. I love that piano bit over that kind of towards the end. Yeah. There's a verse where the piano comes in. Yeah. Because it, and this is another one which translates very well onto the acoustic um, version of the album. Yeah. Okay. Which is why I requested. It, not only was it one of my favourite songs on the album, but I, I I thought it was a banker when I asked him to sing it. Mm. 
obviously, I do appreciate that it's got difficult parts. Yeah, so. and pianos. Well, yeah, but he was playing when, obviously, at ATP, it was just him and the guitar. Yeah. So, yeah. And what I like is, is it finishes nicely. It's got a nice outro. Yeah. Which is different. Yeah. And Chad just sort of taps Yeah, the out. double time on the... Yeah, it yeah. sounds like it's nice. on the... Um, on the um, God, fuck me. What's the... The, the rim. The rim. Yeah. <laughs> rim shots. Yeah. And it finishes. And there's no other noises. No. Well done. Yeah. They're, they're, in fact, that's one of the only tracks that probably hasn't got any sort of... Extraneous ethereal, noise. Yeah. Noises going on. Okay. Great song. I think we've covered a lot. Well, yeah. I don't... Do you want to break down some more, some more, of, the, some more of the lyrics? Musically? Um... <laughs> oh, let's move on. We're back after this cold. Here we are. Now I just You just did something which I just did something shocked me which to the baffled core. and shocked Sam to the core. I think it sounds a little bit like that intro core sequence. It, it put me in mind of the passenger by Iggy Pop. Mm. Could you see that? Could you hear it as we I could it? hear it not as clearly as you. I, I don't think There's it's something there that makes it sound like the passenger. Yeah, a, li- a little bit. It's a good song. Yeah, it's good. It's short. It's more rocky than some. Yeah, on the album. Yeah, it's got some great, great bass playing. Out. Really good bass. I yeah. noticed that. Yeah, and actually, I think if you listen to headphones on, I, I, I noticed um, that it's the bass is mixed up more prominently at times. Mm. Once it gets to the the, there's a lot of higher towards the, the end. Well, no, not just towards the end. All the way through. At spe- <laughs> 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 no, yeah, but at specific points. There's points in the song where it goes from playing low down. On, on the neck yeah. to playing like really high yeah. st- high stuff 47 seconds it's mixed front and centre and then it's mixed back down and it happens again at 107 I think it kind of then sticks there but you that- can tell who, who who's looking at his notes and well, who is yeah you can tell who's <laughs> <laughs> who's time stuff yeah no I agree the bass the bass work on this song is extremely it's, it, good it's exactly the drumming right. is wonderful yeah uh, the guitar work is superb it's another song where had you told me to name that song I wouldn't have been able to even though he says this is the first thing he says this cold or right near the beginning uh, to, well towards the end he says doesn't he I feel this yeah. cold well it's the opposite of what I just said yeah but he does say it there, there's a great bit in that song towards the end where it just sort of the vocals merge together and it, and it leads into the end of the song yeah the rest of it is good it's alright for, like- for me that's the most throwaway track on the album well, it's but it's still good. I like the point at forty-seven seconds. Yeah, not that 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 the forty-seven second point, and what was the other? The one hundred and seven. The one hundred and seven. Neither of those are at all throwaway. No, they're great. Yeah, they're the best bits. Absolutely. That solo at the end puts me in mind of, and again, it's it's a uh, by the way era. Puts me on. Don't forget me. Right. It's got the huge big reverb on it. Mm. It's got about the same amount of um, overdrive on it that he has on the album. On by the way, yeah. When he's doing don't forget me, and it's that. 
there's you know the, the solo on Don't Forget Me on the album is that single note. Bow, yes, bow, yeah, bow. yeah. And on this, it's bow, 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 bow. It's mm. like almost the opposite. Yeah, timing, but it's it's it, it put me in mind of it. Yeah, no, I it, it's it was a a great time to be a fan of John Frusciante because he'd written great music with the Chilies. He was writing great solo music, and sometimes I wonder to myself, look, is is this really? the best music in the world or am I just hugely biased yeah exactly <laughs> exactly but when I listen to this album I just think to myself there's no way that I can be wrong about this no you're probably not wrong no and to prove it here's failure 33 objects yes, exactly <laughs> there we go just backs it up doesn't it Fucking epic John Frusciante. Language. I apologise, I'll bleep it out. What a tune. What a tune. It comes in with those noises. Yeah, right. Well, I've written down, immediately immediately feel happy. Yeah. Which is ironic, given it's about being lonely. I know, but once you hear those noises, you know what's about to happen. Yeah. And it is is a song. For me, it's it's simplistic beauty. Yeah. It breaks... goes against the mould of what we've heard really so far it's straightforward songwriting but it's perfectly executed yeah I think you're right there there's not a lot complicated about that song no but it, it, it sums up the sentiment I don't even know what I'm saying it's just a great song yeah it's wonderful it is it's, it's a feel good song yeah it is without you really, really realising why I have really no in-depth analysis about this. If I had any in-depth analysis about any of the stuff we've been talking about, I just love that song. Yeah, it is. It's wonderful, brilliant. It's layered without you realizing as well. Mm. Like at the end, when he repeats the um, final line, it seems like he's just repeating the same line. But actually, the first time he says it, he says it. Then he layers it in with some backing vocals. Then he layers it in with a bit of extra guitar. And then the final time, he, it cuts short, and he's just vocalizing on his own. Well, it's good. I've got the same thing written down here. Exactly what you just said. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. What I like also is there's parts of that song where there's a huge amount of reverb on the guitar. Mm. But it comes in with some chords. On the solo-y bit as well, it's it's a big Strat sound, more of a trebly sound, more of a bridge pickup sound on the selector switch. But it, it works so well for the song. Yeah. It, this is an album... Sympathetic of, drumming again. Yeah, you you said that. What does it mean? Well, I just think the drums sound great. <laughs> okay. So, 
Sympathetic drumming means the drums what suit the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we said, it is two people who know each other so well. Yeah, but they're not necessarily. It's not necessarily the sort of drumming you would associate with with Chad on a Chili's album. No, that's the that so it's, is, it's that's nice the to, of it. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to hear him in 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 another context, really. Well, being so sympathetic. He's he's a very sympathetic man. Yes, and this just proves it. Well, if this drumming isn't sympathetic, what is? If this doesn't prove that Chad Smith is a sympathetic individual, <laughs> I don't know what does. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. Well, let's see what, what else can we say based on the fact that that is one of our favourite songs on the album. I don't necessarily think we've got a great deal to say about it, really, other than it's uh, it's a great song. Agreed. <laughs> into that time goes back from John Frusciante's solo album Shadows Clothed with People that is epic that is a masterclass in songwriting yes fucking hell I don't know what to say about that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk you through why I think it's great but why do you think it's great you point back at me yeah you, you, you talk to me about why you think it's great Okay, well, I'm going to go into some, some level of detail here. That's, that's absolutely fine. I think is, this is craftsmanship. This is the art of songwriting at its finest. Mm. If I was going to say to someone, listen to John Frusciante, and they said, okay, I'll listen to five songs. Yeah. This would be right near the top of what without, I would Without a doubt. It, it is... I'm going to break it down. Right now, this song builds and builds and builds in such a majestic way mm. that by the, the end of it, you are you, you your the, heart is soaring. The art of the build is that you don't see that you don't feel the build, but you're within the build, and you can go out of the build to break it down second by second. Yeah. Well, yes, but when you're listening to it, you don't. You don't. You just all you know is that by the end of it, you've. You've started in one place and you finished in another. You're right, it's a journey. That song is a journey. And when I listened back to it, I was moved. I, you're right, I was in a different place. And I thought, why did that happen? I don't think I've ever listened to a song louder than that. <laughs> that was huge. <laughs> that was, I, mean, I lost control of the volume knob. Though. It was so loud. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was great, though. Yeah. And as we've said, I'm a foot away from that speaker. Yeah. Uh, well, you, thought, you thought it was fucking loud. It was loud. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you're a foot away from it. I'm only two foot away from you, so... Well, you well. Huh. <laughs> Measurements. I'm a man. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean it was loud, and we were, I was, we weren't perfectly met, uh, aligned, so I did pick up on 
some some of the some of the sort of uh, panned yeah, vocals, the left and right. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, it's it's a, yeah. I mean, you you know, carry on. I, I just yeah. Well, how to build a song? Because as I said, when I listened to it that first time, I realised I was in a different place at the end, and I thought, why was that? Mm. It felt like I'd been on a journey. Yeah. Now, talking it through, it starts, and it's just a great start as well. Low, it's, it's great guitar, it's great everything. There's that bass though is playing very low, yeah. And you'll notice, and I suggest you put on headphones and, and do time checks on this because I probably I actually think this is a great break. I down. probably won't, no, you won't, but everyone but else, someone do. else might, everyone else do, please. At 57 seconds, instead of playing low, the bass starts to go an octave up, yeah, and that pushes the song immediately. If your bass Goodness. is going an octave up, it it cuts through the mix a lot more immediately. At one twenty four, my word, you get the first. <laughs> you get the first backing. I just like the song. You get the first. <laughs> At one twenty four, you get the first backing vocals, and you get that solo guitar, and that builds that up again. Then it cuts back down. At one forty four, you get the low bass again, and John goes to that mega low voice towards the yeah, end of that oh, section, yeah. doesn't he? What does he say? That's the question. Who knows? But at one fifty four, is it leaves that bit? You get a lead guitar bit that's not in verse one. That just start, it starts picking up the song again, so it's building again. Then at two o four, you get the keys to come in. There's some kind of keyboard come in, yeah, and the bass rocks back up that octave high again. Jeez. So you're building again. Ten seconds later at two fourteen, <laughs> you didn't see this one coming, did you? I did not. No, I, I mean, it's I knew such it's such a build. Mm. The high backing vox are coming in. Yes, and the bass goes to all high, and we're st- I think we're sticking with that. Yeah, I hate so. At two forty six, new guitar sounds, more backing vocals, and then he goes into that fantastic John aggressive voice. Oh yeah, well we haven't actually mentioned any of the songs where we've heard that lovely John roar. No, and, and I'm not even raw. sure is it is it is it within this song? It, it does happen in this song, and I've just missed something out. I added a new one at two fourteen. Just listening there, he does the R's. Like I call them the I call them the firm kick R's. Mm. They're really clear um, R's that drop levels. Yes, and uh, surely we will cover what albums are firm kick on. Uh, firm kick is on uh, Inside of Emptiness. We'll cover that surely. Yeah, we certainly because that is a belter. It's a very good album. Uh, but please, someone, please, someone, listen to that. Listen to the song with those second points on. Every time there's something really exciting happening on in each of those points. There's a hell of a lot going on. It's vocally so good again. Yeah. You know, and, and sympathetic drumming. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good drumming, yes. Yeah, no, very good drumming. And it it for me again, you know, this is one of the best songs on one of the best albums I've ever heard. So so it's pretty high it's up there. Pretty bloody good. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, and again, acoustic. When you listen to it on the acoustic version of this, it's really good. I'll, so, tell, I'll tell you what. Get in there if you if you haven't heard that for whatever reason. Time goes back. And also, it's a companion song. Time runs out. Yeah. But we're we're moving on to another great song, which historically was my favourite song, which is in relief. Oh yes. Which is very good. You sound less convinced than time goes back. 
I don't think it's as good as Time Goes Back, but I think it's a very good song. To me, everything you never say, every single thing going every way. When you leave, it's gone. It means to make you strong. takes me back that takes me back to a time how long ago 10 years ago maybe 15 15 maybe well it's 2019 now when did you get back from traveling when did you go traveling 2005 2006 we got back yeah that was the that is a fantastic song that was my favorite song on the album at the time yeah yeah um, we myself and my wife went away for a year in 2005 yeah got back 2006 and when we got back, you guys had put you put on a concert, didn't you, for us? Yeah, we put a band together for a when show. you came back. A show, show yeah. I'd rather call it. Yeah. And we played that that night. Yeah, we did, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. And the other, that was when you walked upstairs and heard Venice Queen and thought they were yeah. playing. We played Venice Queen on a loop. Sam and Anna got back and, um, God, I was running up and down between... Yeah. the house and where we were playing to make sure it was a surprise to make sure the band was tight and together looping yeah. the Venice Queen stuff when you walked up the stairs now did you come up and sing and just start singing Venice Queen yeah just came up yeah. and started we left it I think it. yeah we left it open for you to come in and do, start doing Venice Queen yeah but you all I, did I sing in relief that night no I sang in relief um, you did um, the will to death yes I did I also did Blackbird, because it was the night I proposed to Vanessa. Yeah, you did Black by Pearl Jam. Yeah. It was a hell of a night. Yeah, it was great. It was but great. But yeah, I mean, it, in relief, it, that, that time was definitely your favourite song. Yeah, it was. It is a... And it is a great song. It, looking back, it's, it's, not my, it's not my favourite song on the album now, I don't think. No. But it's always a song that I look back on with fondness because of those times. <laughs> yeah, and me. That will never change. Those A's at the end. Yeah. With the, with the repeats on. Just the way he, you know, no one can say, Ey! Like John. And, and did he, was he doing that stuff on previous Chili's tours? Or did he, because he did it a lot on the By The Way tour, just adding yeah. noises. Was he doing that on, on previous tours? No, on I, think, tour? I think as he grew more confident vocally. If, and, if we watch off the map, is he yeah, adding no, in? No, definitely. I'd say definitely not. So, yeah, he's getting more confident on here, adding yeah. stuff in. So, so the, the end result of that is on Live at Slane, you've got Venice Queen, where he's yeah, where he, he does makes you know those cries and yeah, he 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 just uh, became more and more of a not he's a multi instrumentalist yeah, but he's also a multi vocalist. What I will, that, gonna, that's not even a thing. So. A multi vocalist, but I guess it is. Yeah, yeah multi tracker. I'm going to take it back again to when you were when you were travelling. Because there's a line in this song, which yeah. which applied in my mind to you, and still does. Um, 
And there's a T-shirt I sent you. I don't know if you remember. You did, yes. The there, Superman T-shirt. The Superman T-shirt. There was a Christmas where it was Christmas... Dave, uh, Sam's wife brother, was going out to meet you for Christmas. 2005, yeah. In Australia. Christmas Day. And it was the night before he was going. And I'd said I'd give him something to take over for you for Christmas. Yeah. Um, and I tried to, back in those days, record acoustic versions of some Frusciante songs. I specifically remember Time Goes Back... Oh right. no, hang on, which, <laughs> I always get confused between these two. Time Goes Back or Time... Time Goes By, which is the fast one about I'm on, I'm the ceiling on the wall. Oh yeah, that's... Uh... Time Goes Back. No, no, it's Time... Time Goes By. <laughs> yeah. It was one of them. Anyway. Anyway, and it wasn't coming out right, and I was thinking, you know... This isn't going to work. If, it, if I don't get something to give to Sam, to Dave, it's not going to get there. Um... So I took a Superman t-shirt and I took inspiration from the artwork from Shadows Clyde, which yes. is finger painted. Yes. And it's specifically, it's got two colours on, on it, hasn't it, on the front. It's got red and white. Red and white. It looks like it? finger painting. Yeah. And um, I put on the back of the t-shirt, because it was a, a proper branded t-shirt. Oh, it was, yeah. Um, my brother is my hero. You did. And, uh, yeah, I stand by that now. I was astonished by that and... Uh... Obviously emotional when I received the tea. I wore that tea all around Australia. Yeah, just and it was just acrylic paint. And I just I had to slapped I took, it on. Yeah, I took yellow. It was a blue T-shirt, so I just took the yellow and red, and From did the, the finger painting. Logo, yeah, yeah, it was wonderful. Yeah, and I also always felt when you were gone yeah. over there, when your leader's gone. Yeah, it means to make you strong. Yeah, he never went away, and when he came back, yeah, God, it was great. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was, fun, yeah, it was great. And we became friends, firmer friends when he came back than we ever were before, I think. Yeah, I think we we really bonded throughout the time that we were saving up to go away. Yeah. In sort of 10 months it took to go away. And then once we came back, that was it. That was. I mean, we were always close, weren't we? But we bonded over the music in that time. And then while I was away, and then when I came back. Yeah. And, and uh, you never went away. And if I did... You came back. <laughs> I certainly came back. So that's got a bit overly sentimental, but um, it has. But it gives you an idea of, of sort of how our relationship has developed over the years. Now, why we're sat here talking about the Red Hot Chili Peppers, talking about John Frusciante, and why we're so passionate about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> If you'd have said, what does water sound like to me? I would have had no idea. I think it's got a pretty terrible start. Yeah. And the ending really doesn't do anything for me either. It's it's very live at Slain, that, um, that outro solo. I love it. sounds the... like a lot of throwaway, throwaway on television. Yeah, television. I, lo- I love the ending. I think the, the probably the, sort of the outro is, for me, the best part of the song. Uh, see, I was kind of sitting there waiting for it to finish. Yeah, well, you know. In between, though, for everyone. is there anything 
Is there anything good? I like the I like the falsetto vocals at the um, at the beginning. Yeah, no, it's, there's a lovely busy bass line there. Yeah, the, ba- the bass line is really great. I think it's a pretty is it is an that for me is a is a an album track one of the weaker songs on the album without a doubt. It comes in quick and hot though with the um, it's a power pop chorus, isn't it? Yeah, I mean I I've just agreed with you, <laughs> <laughs> but it is because it's a really light chorus. Yeah. And then it gets into quite heavy. It gets into heavier and more offbeat and kind of unmelodic stuff. Yeah, I mean the the, the with the guitars and the bass. The are, final third is chaotic, to say the least. Yeah, but I think the, but the juxtaposition again. This might be the the way hey, of the podcast. Oi. <laughs> but between that chorus um, that comes in straight at the beginning when the song comes in, yeah, and the verses are completely different to each yeah, other. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. So uh, guitar technical point. Yes. GT a GDP GDP no it's a GTP that solo one it's just one note he's playing yeah he's just grabbed the old whammy on grabbed the tremolo on slap the whammy on he's just jazzing up on that I I don't think we should we should necessarily spend a great deal of effort on this song because it is for me a throwaway I like it when he goes towards the end he goes oh <laughs> He got that couple of oh oh that he does. So oh yeah, yeah, lovely. Yeah, there's no, no, there's some nice, there's good bits, but it is, there is. It's mediocre. Yeah, I think that's right. It's it's a, a song on a on a great album. It's a, it's a mediocre song on a great album. It's naked in the rain. Your number fix coming along without you. No little shift took place. You're So we come out of cutout, yes. and I can tell you enjoyed that more than I did. I absolutely love that song. Is that one of your favourites? Well, I, lo- I really, really like it. It's a good album track. I mean, they're all album tracks because they're, <laughs> they're on the album. <laughs> no, um, I think it's more than an album track. It really translates well onto the acoustic album, which is where I've I've listened to it a lot. But it's for me, it's it's wonderful. It's so there's a lot to it. Maybe we should close this off, not not this song, not this this part thing, but at the end of the album by saying, if you were to release three singles from this album, yeah, what would they be? Okay. I never knew the name of that. I've heard that song a hundred times. Yeah. I never knew it was called Cut Out. That's exactly what it's called. Lyrically wise, I think this is quite interesting. Okay. I see here that John says, a blow of hot flesh is a baby. It's the first white stuff I sucked. Yes. Now, is he saying that, is that a, a, a breastfeeding reference? It could be. I mean, to me, what was always more interesting about the, the lyric, than, than the lyrics to this song was his delivery, because it's so so uh, diverse. Hmm. So we'll gloss over that point. Gloss- <laughs> <laughs> well, I should have been a politician. I thought it might be a drug <laughs> reference. It might have been. That he's saying it was the first white stuff he sucked. Yeah, but he then got into the white stuff with with the chilies. I mean, let's know. <laughs> no, we've been down this road once before tonight already. I'm sorry, I don't want to go there too, again. Too analytical for yeah, it's you. Too much, man. So you enjoy the song? I love this song. 
My best bit. Go on. Never knowing who you are when he's saying that and you get that lovely bubbly guitar sound. Yeah. That's a fantastic. Bit. And there's some such pure falsetto on yeah. that song. Yeah. Especially that bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It is fantastic. No, there's a lot of good stuff here. I'm not going to mention Chad's drumming. But okay. I, I, what I will say is that I... And you thought it was sympathetic. I liked it. Right, well, we're not going to call it sympathetic anymore. No, we certainly won't. I'm going to say that very closing chord. Yes. I found very haunting. Haunting, but suspended. It put me in mind <laughs> of. <laughs> no, I think it was a suspended chord. I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> it puts me in mind of some REM songs, like the Great Beyond, where they end a song not yeah. on a resolution chord, no. but an open chord that you yeah. feel should go somewhere else. Yeah. I think. Here, I think it's the chord being a resolved chord, maybe an E minor, for example. I don't know, I haven't looked at the chords. No, but the keys are playing the unresolved yes. chord, yeah. Uh, but it's it, and it's a lovely way to end a song, it is, it, it really is. You know, it, it, there's so much good. I love, I love John's use of the acoustic guitar on this album when he plays it on songs like this. He doesn't always play the whole song in it as well, which is what I love. It's a bit like Venice Queen. Well, he's got, yeah, he's got a lot of electronica that sometimes takes over. Yeah, and then and then the sort of acoustic sneaks in. Yeah. So, uh, and that, I think in that song, it, it's a case in point. So, it's a great song, a great album. It just goes on, doesn't it? Well, we're moving. Yeah, you know, fucking songs on this album. It's amazing thing about this album. It's, it's so long. Jesus. And I must say, when I first listened to this album, I listened to the first half of the album and I thought, Jesus Christ, this is a good album. And I got to know every single song on the first half. And then and then after about six months of listening to it... That's a long time not to listen to the second <laughs> half of an album. I'm not saying I didn't listen to the second <laughs> half. But from sort of a song sing when I'm lonely, onwards, mm. I listened to that, like the second half of the album. And there's so many. There's just this. This album is is, is long, but I don't think there's there's a, a drop in quality. That's what I'm trying to say. I think yeah. I'm looking at the track listing. Obviously, don't don't talk to me about the noise tracks. <laughs> no, because the noise tracks are um, just mate. null and void. Should I talk about of, of before Japanese only release? Yeah, please do. I mean, I don't know. I just did. I, I, I'm looking at the second half. Song to Sing, Time Goes Back, In Relief, Water, Cut Out, Chances, chances and uh, of course 23 to the end, and The Slaughter. And The Slaughter, yeah. I mean, I, that's, a, that's strong. I think it's a strong album. I think it could stand to lose all the noise tracks. Possibly. Don't say Chances. I know you're going to oh, say I don't know it. how it goes. No, well, let's it's find out. Song. Okay. Let's find out. You've called it. This is the time to die I'm not someone on whom to rely Chances come and chances go This is letting go I feel the timing of the dawn The creation of something outside In the multi-dimensional scheme of things. You'll know what I mean. Do you know what I mean? I think so. Well, tell me what I mean. Well, multi-dimensionally, you mean... Is that a good song or not? Yes, I think so. I think it's Throwaway. 
Do you? I just like that line. Yeah, I like the line. But I, I like the song. I think it's a, a break from what we've had before. Uh, there's great backing vocals. Yeah. It's a it's a different flavour. I If I was going to take three songs off the album... Go on. I'd take that off. Yeah, I think you're, that's well, probably... And, and that's excluding the noise tracks. Yeah, so three more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's it's not a lot to me that one. No, I think it's it's a it's not a nice song. It's got good qualities. Yeah, certainly. But it's not one of the best songs on the album. I, I would certainly agree with that. But it's got great great backing vocals. You know, let's not completely well, overlook that. No, they've all got great backing vocals though. Oh uh, yeah. So, <laughs> shall we move past twenty three in the two end yes, and get on to straight onto the slaughter. A really good song. Yeah, I think we should. Flea on stand-up bass. Yes. Guest appearance. Nice to see Flea getting in there. And I feel that Cher also appears on this track, on that on the vocoder sections. Really? It always sounded to me like, do you believe in life after love? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll give Cher an honorary mention. Into the, into the RHCP canon. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's a song unlike anything else on the album, I, I think. Yeah, you're right. And uh, a fitting way to end, I'm not sure. But I do enjoy it. I think it's always nice to end an album with something a bit different. Yeah. Apart from um, Guns N' Roses' Use Illusion 2 in My World. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> Which it. is a terrible way to end an album. But it's, it's, it's completely different. But you might take um, uh, Porno Graffiti by Extreme, they finish it with Wholehearted. Yeah. Uh, you might take... Any other album. Any, with any other finishing song. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. No, I, I do agree with you. It's it's nice to to end with a song that's different to anything else that's on the album. But it, it's it, the only reason I say it is because it's not my favourite song on the album. Actually, it is one of my favourite songs on the album. Well, that's nice. I, there's so many bits to it. I love the the beginning. Yeah. It always, again, um, bingo game, talk about my wife. I'll know your face a mile away. We have this kind of thing that we talk about where if you're traveling through time and you meet each other through the ages, every time you meet, you'll know that person when you, right. when you meet them again. Getting a bit existential here, but mm. it always puts me in mind of, uh, of meeting that person again from a mile away the first time you meet them. Always gets me into that space. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about you? Anything, anything on the time travel? I mean, time travel-wise, that's not necessarily the song I think of. <laughs> Have you got one that you think of? 
Nah, I don't know whether there's a song called The Time Traveller, but if, if there was, it would probably be that. <laughs> the Mind Cops. I love that Yeah, line. oh no, that's lovely. Yeah, yeah. Because put, that puts me in mind of... They're other... the only people worth changing what you do for. Yeah, but the Leonard Cohen song, Jazz Police. Yeah. It, oh, the first time I heard The Mind Cops, I thought about Leonard Cohen and Jazz Police. Yeah. It's such an evocative line. Someone who is coming to change what you're doing, the Jazz mm. Police, the Mind Cops... It's yeah. like the Minecraft's like 1984, the yeah. Orwell, Indeed, or yeah. um, anyone stopping free thinking. Well, that's right. Any well, any authority, you know, anyone like you say, anyone who jeopardises that that free thinking or, or wants to be overly authoritarian. Yeah, but Minecraft is such a good, a yeah. great line. Yeah, they're the only that, but he's the they're the only people that John would change what he thinks for. Well, exactly. So, shall we wrap up? Yeah, let's let's think about wrapping up, shall we? Wrap up Shadow Squad. It's not going to be easy. Well, let's try. <laughs> getting <laughs> getting a bit chippy over here on this side of the stage. This is, um, it's been a while. We've been doing it for a while now. So, wrap up. And <clears throat> by a while, I do everything. And Sam turns up, has beer, and talks about the shadows. Hey, listen. Let, hey, hey, let's wrap up. Yeah, shallow this, is, this is a wrap-up, not a personal attack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your thoughts? It's been it's been great. Uh, you know, listening to the album the way we have, talk yeah. about it. Uh, it. For me, it's a dream. Yeah. to be able to do this. Well, let's not go crazy. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rupinkoff. I will go as far. Excuse me. I will go as, as far as to say as I've had a one a great time. Yeah, tonight. we've had a good night. Yeah. Yeah. We've we've listened to Shadows Clyde. Yeah, um, had a few drinks. Um, our, our stepfather has joined us in the room. He has. We'll Gordy's we'll, here. Yeah, we'll say thank you. To Makes Gordy. it all possible. Thank you, Gordy. Yeah, it's not our equipment, so no. Yeah. Gordy or Mike. Gordy or Mike there. So Shadows yeah. was fantastic. Shadows was a pleasure. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Next week. We are going to be doing uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers live at, in Red Square. And by next week, you mean in two weeks' time? Two weeks, yeah. Live but, uh, in Red Square. Yeah, I think we're going to have to say next week, aren't we? Because we can't say... Well, Wait, I suppose we can. Yeah. <laughs> we can't. Try saying it. Okay. In two weeks' time. I've done it. He's done it. Brilliant. Done okay. It. In two weeks' time, we're going to be doing live in Red Square... Uh, at the, the iconic 1999 yeah and if it comes out a week early or a week late which it won't or it might will it who knows anyway thank you for listening to Universally Speaking the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast and before we leave oh hang on a minute he's yeah, going off again we've got no we've got the, the things to do oh yeah the thing sorry yeah, he's not sorry. going off no it's the thing no he's not going off Okay, please visit us at Twitter, at University RHCP. Yes. If you go to bentownsendmusic.net, you can find the links to everything. Uh, I am unispeak-RHCP podcast on Reddit, and Sam is University RHCP oddcast. <laughs> doesn't say cast at all, what are you talking about? Doesn't it? No. Oh, Sam. <laughs> Sam is... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Have another go. Universally, RHCP. Odd Sam. <laughs> yeah. That's correct. 
Uh, well, that is, uh, gr- I suppose, grammatically correct. It looks better. <laughs> Trust me, it looks better on paper. <laughs> Go and check it out. It's, it's cracking. So thank you for joining us on the podcast, and we'll we will see you, see you next time. time.